Thanks so much for listening to No Lions Here with me, Big Panda. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to No Lions Here. My name is Big Panda, and I'm a recovering sex addict. Uh, On today's episode, we have in the studio with us, he's actually always in the studio with us, just behind the scenes, this is my good friend, my business partner. Um, he is a PhD in biochemistry uh, through the University of USC. Um, Kyle. Hey. What's up, here. man? Hey, thanks so much for coming on, man. I We've talked about you coming on for, I guess, for a while now. And we've actually got, so we probably won't get into it too much in this episode, but we've got some. So Kyle's a scientist. And so... Also, he's so much more than that. Uh, but so we're going to be digging into like some of the science behind addiction and anxiety and depression and some of these just different disorders and get kind of his take on the science of that. So this is kind of like an introduction and, uh, you know, just seeing what, what we'll get into on this episode. Great to be here. Yeah, man. Excited for a new segment. Yeah, absolutely. Like, cause you know, I've been talking about wanting to do different series for the podcast, whether that be steps or, and you actually kind of brought this one to me and we're like, Hey, you know, kind of taking after Huberman a little bit, do a little journal club, do a little journal club and read some articles, discuss it. You know, we'll hear it from the scientific side and then the recovery side. And, you know, just so that a better understanding around some of this stuff, maybe that's something I can bring to the table doing a little science. I'm an addict myself. Try to yeah, try to, you know, shed some light. Absolutely, man. I th- I think that I think that'd be huge cuz I know that for me I'm real big on like I want to know the why's behind these things. Like, yeah, I get that I'm an addict and there's, you know, I, there's a program and 12 steps and but also too like I want to understand more of the science behind this stuff. Absolutely. I think that's why I got into it myself, you know. Yeah. Try to understand uh try to get an owner's manual on yourself, you know. Right, right. And like, you know, there's no like there's no you know, even with like having that owner's manual, like it's still kind of, it's kind of hard to follow sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're not in the field of science. Absolutely. So, you know, shedding light on that and kind of breaking it down into like layman's terms almost like, I think that could definitely be, uh, be really helpful. I'll try to bring some fun stuff with me. We'll yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've got some, uh, we got some good ideas, like some costumes we'll bring in to play and like, so, and you know, just kind of going back a little bit, like I remember like, dude, at the start of my recovery. So Kyle and I have been friends since sixth grade. Long time. Long time. We're 35 now. So long time, long time friends, good friends. Um, 20 years. Um, longer than that. Oh, yeah. Long, geez. It'd be like 22. How old were we in sixth grade? Is that like 12 years old? Sounds about right. Sounds yeah. So 20 plus. Yeah. So 20 plus years. Like, holy Holy shit, man. Long time. That's a long time. Long time. And so I remember, you know, back in January of 2021, you know, I got discovered, kicked out of the house, like, and I remember just like, I don't know, you were one, definitely one of the first calls that I made just to like, I was so desperate to just like get out what was going on inside of me. And, and man, like you had been just such a big like rock and support for me at that beginning time period. Well, I'm glad I could have been there, man. It's uh yeah, you were really hurting. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you have any idea that I was just holding all of this in at all? What a question. No, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, no, abs- absolutely not. No, I was very, very surprised to hear, you know, all of it, it was very heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like as a friend trying to figure out how to help. It's, uh, you, yeah, very, very surprising and, you know, a lot to process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can imagine because I know I, I talked to one of one of our friends and John and he was like, dude, I had no idea. And it was almost like, you know, that's by design, obviously. Like, I feel like I feel like growing up, I was always like I just tried to put on a front and tried to be this big, confident personality to compensate for what was going on inside of me. I wouldn't even call it a front, honestly. I, you know, you call it whatever you want, but that's not how I saw it. I, it's, uh, I still see you as a, a confident person. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's such an interesting question. Like, how would I, I'm thinking back, like, how would I have known? Like, you know, it's not like, of course, it's not something that you brought up and introduced into conversation. Right. And I mean, what kind of clues would I have had access to, you know? Yeah. None. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And I, and I don't think that, so obviously, so like, so when you got into college, so, you know, we lived together for a couple of years, uh, but that, at that point in time, my drug use wasn't what it was later on. And cause you had been, cause you had, you had gone to different colleges and you were away and, and you're still away, but now you're coming back around more. So I don't know if, and even when I was doing drugs, I mean, you never really took part in them. Nothing, in the cocaine nothing none of the cocaine really yeah like maybe uh, there was a couple times yeah but again like i you know I've, I've shared this before but like i was the one that was always bringing it around it was nobody else bringing it around it was me the few times i have done it it was yeah you know, it was because i had it absolutely and you were like hey can i get some but then you never were like you were never that like hey, let me get more i you know like you that was that was never you. That was never like never really any of our friends, honestly. Thankfully, Thank, I, I, thankfully. I, I was lucky in that. Regard. Seriously, I mean, yeah, seriously, like thankfully, like because I was, and that's why I, I think it's so cool that like I haven't really had to cut out anybody from my childhood, as far as bad influences on me because I was the one that was always bringing it around. That's fortunate. Yeah, really, it really honestly is. Um, and so I remember. You know, I remember right before treatment, and I've shared this before about like laying in bed and thinking like, all right, what do I want to do with my life? And being like, man, I want to share my story. And and like, I remember like finding hope in that. And I remember telling you that and you were like, Alex, whatever I can do to help you, I will help you. And so like from then, and this was way before, this was seven months before the podcast was even born. And you were like, whatever I can do to help you, I will help you do that. And then I remember we got into this topic of like around freedom and like my idea of freedom is to be able to stand in front of a, a group of people that aren't addicts, just whatever out in the world and say, hey, I'm Alex, I'm a recovering sex addict and not care what they think. And I remember we actually had a pretty lengthy discussion around that and how like, yeah, that's I remember those very well. Yeah. Like that's my idea of freedom, you know, me too. You know, not being ashamed of the things I'm ashamed of and being able to own yourself and your past be able to move forward, be open, be honest. Me too. 
Yeah, I think I think that that's a, a pretty solid goal for anybody because I mean, you know, I think in today's society, it's like, what's 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 the level of success? Money, materials, you know, notoriety, things like that. That's what people strive for. And it's like, yeah, maybe at one point in time in my life, that's what I wanted. I wanted the big house. I wanted the nicest cars. And now it's like, no, I don't really. I just want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I want to be comfortable. I want to be. I want to be comfortable in my own skin. Absolutely. Like I could have none of this. I could not have the podcast. I could not have any of this. If I'm okay in my own skin, then like, dude, I'm, that's. And I don't want to say that I'm not a success now. But like, that's clearly like my idea of success is like, all right, take away all these things. If I can be okay with who I am in my own skin, then that's a good life to live. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the idea is then like, what's the extreme of, you know, being open and, you know, especially in, in speaking about, you know, what you're going through is just talking that into a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And there's still, dude, there's still sometimes I lay in bed and I'm like, I get these like waves of anxiety and I'm like, holy shit. Is this really what I want to be doing? Like, is this really, do I really want to be putting my face out there like this? Like, wow. Dude, I'm going to get a wave of anxiety from just sitting here right now. And I can't, <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Dude, it's, it's so weird, man. Cause like that's when, and then like, I'll wake up the next morning and I'll be like, oh yeah, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, no, this is absolutely what I want to be doing. There's no lions here. There's no lions here, right? Like it's. It's just wild to think that like this is where I've come, and it's been it's been it's been an interesting ride. It's been a bumpy ride, and you've definitely been there, you know, for the most of it, man. You've been. I remember. I think you were the first person I ever sent my first episode to. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, you again, you were such a big support in the beginning as far as like what I wanted to do and just really good conversations around, you know, the freedom aspect of it and the podcast. And you were the first person I sent it to. And I still remember, I vaguely, but I still kind of remember the first conversation I was driving back from my therapist's office. And I had just sent you that episode like the day or two before something like that. And I called you and you were like, dude, continue to do this. You need to keep doing this. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. I remember listening. It was, you hear like a lot of your friends tell you that they're about to go write a new screenplay. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you wonder like how much you should say, yeah, you know, go. Yeah. Uh, I remember you, you having this idea and I thought it, I thought that you were going to do a good job. I remember listening to the first one and just, I listened to a lot of podcasts and I could, you could just feel that there was like something really powerful there, you know, that it's still like even quite raw. Like, you know, that first episode is raw. Very. And, uh, man, I think it's, I think you're doing something amazing. That's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's incredible. Yeah. And then from there, I mean, you just, you just kept supporting, you know, now we're at the point where like, dude, you're a partner in, in the, in no lions here. Kyle handles a lot of like the technical side of things. I mean, the equipment that we're using, the systems that I'm using. I mean, you basically brought in all of this stuff 
that I, I didn't have and I didn't have any knowledge on. And you've come in, you've helped me set up this beautiful studio. You know, you've got things running, you know, still a work in progress, but we're very much, you know, really trying to your whole thing in, in Kyle's whole thing is I just want to make this as easy as possible for you on the back end. You just keep talking to the mic. Let me handle the other stuff. And I definitely want to like, it's asking for help, right? As an addict, it's really hard to do. I think part of the human condition, it's really hard to ask for help. And I look at you and, you know, you've got your own company you're trying to run. You've got a full-time job that you're working on. You know, you're, you're, you're always doing something. And so I, there's, I still go through these bouts where I'm like, I feel really bad because I'm like, damn, Kyle's so busy. Like he doesn't have time to help me. Like, and but, I gotta tell you, dude, get that out of your head. Cause I believe in this literally every single time you're like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, this is why I'm a partner with you in this. Whatever you just, whatever you need, well, let me know. What do you call that? Like a, a tape or something like a broken tape? Yeah. Yeah. That tape of like, I'm a burden on somebody else or like I should be able to do this on my own. Like, cause again, the society around the view of what men should be able to do. Men should have all the answers. Men should be able to pr provide and be strong and men should be able to create a video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like going forward, man. I mean, yeah. Like, right. Like, come on. I mean, it's, and it's, it's so, it's, so it's funny. So and it is. Yeah. You still have to remind me like, dude, I said, I was going to help you. Like I, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't want to, or if I didn't believe in this. Absolutely. And if, you know, I wasn't, you know, one of your best lifelong friends as well. You know, yeah. There's yeah. No, I've yeah. got, I've got a lot of reasons to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you and, helped me a lot too. And I, I really appreciate the help too. Like it's, it's meant a lot to me. And again, it's, I, we wouldn't, the podcast wouldn't be where it was at today. I wouldn't be where I was at today. You know, regardless of the podcast, I wouldn't be where I was at today without, you know, the support from you as well. I'm, I'm glad I was able to be here for you. And it's, uh, it's honestly incredible to see how far you've come in such a short amount of time. I mean, go back and listen to that first episode and you, I mean, come on, it's, uh, Man, you were in a rough place. Mm. And to see how well you're doing now is incredible. I'm glad I could have played some small part in that. Yeah. I need to go back and listen to that episode because, yeah. Because you're right in the grand scheme of things, man. I mean, three years has been, three years goes by, goes by quick. And just to think about where I was at and where I'm at now. And I mean, Yeah. Just some of the just some of the stuff that I had to talk about back then, you know, over and over. And you, dude, I one of the things that in my recovery and I, other people talk about this too is like sounding like a broken record, right? Like like talking about the same things over and over and over. I mean, because in my mind, I'm like, dude, Kyle's got to get sick of me just talking about Patricia the whole time, you know? Because that was a lot. That was a lot about that was. You know, a lot of the stuff that I was dealing with for shit, man, I mean, the first year and a half of my recovery, at least, if not, maybe a little more. And now, like, I don't I don't bring her up at all. Dude, 
no. Yeah, it's uh, man, I'm really glad we got past that. <laughs> I'll just say that you've come a long way. Like, cause I mean, in just for you to have the patience and the empathy to be like, dude, shut up. Like, cause that's, that's like, the, that's like the biggest fear is like, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to talk this stuff in circles to the point where everybody around me is going to be like, dude, shut up already. Like, get over it. Like, you know, like, and you know, you luckily, like you didn't, you, you were always there, man. You're always there to listen. And I'll like, try my best. <laughs> that's you. You did it, man. I mean, like you were there for me. Like you listened, you know, you listened. You and were that's, patient. That's really what you needed was just somebody to listen. Honestly, one hundred percent. I mean, even to this day, still like there's times where like I just need people to listen. You know, I just need a, I just need an ear. And not one that's, you know, that's because you, you can tell when people are listening and when people really aren't listening. Totally. Like you can totally tell that. And, you know, you were always one of the ones that I, I knew you were listening. I knew you were listening. Definitely. Well, I mean, I don't know how you couldn't listen with a lot of the, the topics that you were going through. Honestly, man, it was like heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah, no, I. Uh, Glad I was. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel like I was there for you. I, you, I tried my best. You definitely were, and you know, even with even with some of like the heavy topics, like I know that causes some people to shut down, even if they are just listening. Like if things get too heavy, people will shut down, even if they are just listening. Absolutely. I mean, you've told me about other friends, you know, mutual friends of ours that, you know, you brought things up with and, and to no fault of their own. It's just kind of hard to it's hard to talk about. Yeah, it's really hard to talk about. Yeah, it is. It really is. Or even just to, to again, to listen to. Like, because if you're not really invested in that person, you know, like I almost like. I and and I kind of see that in my like interactions today with like people that I'm not really close with, they'll like start bringing up you know heavy stuff or not even like heavy heavy stuff, but like you know stuff that you normally don't talk about in passing, you know. And I find myself not so invested to the point where I'm like, and now this is this is on me. This is my my problem, but like almost like I want to nitpick what they're talking about. You know, like I want to, I want to nitpick and be like, you're looking at this the wrong way or, you know, you know, and that's, that that's, that's me. That's, that's my problem. Uh, did you ever feel like that at all? Like, well, I wonder if you felt like that about my advice. No, honestly, no, no, just because we, the history that we have, you know, like, People like the the close people around me, I will hear that advice. I'll hear it. Am I going to agree with it? Mm, not always. You know, the whole idea of like, take what you want and leave the rest. Like maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I, oh, but I, I value. I value the advice that I get from people that know me and are around me. I feel like this whole process, you've grown a lot and your ability to receive feedback in that way. Yeah. To be able to take it or leave it. 
and not take it so personally. And I mean, you get a lot of advice when you go through recovery, right? A lot. And mm-hmm. so you have to figure out, you got to figure out a way to filter it and decide what to keep and what to, and what to forget. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I'm glad you didn't think I was nitpicky. No, no, no. And even, and even cause, cause I do, there were, you know, there were probably a couple times where I was like, you're off or it hit me in a way I wasn't in a place to hear it or, you know, things like that. But then, but even when that happened, like we were able to talk through it and then, you know, uh, come to an understanding of like, okay, yeah, you're right, man. Maybe I did, maybe I did push it a little far there. I don't remember getting into too many disagreements there. I mean, and there really weren't, there really weren't, there really weren't. Yeah. Yeah, like there, there really weren't. But even if there were, you know, we were again, we were able to talk through it. And again, that just that speaks to just you know the friendship, you know how well like we respect each other, we love each other. You know, if someone passing by wants to try to give me that advice, it's easy for me to shut them down and be like, yeah, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no doubt, dude. No doubt. I kind of trusted feedbacks, everything. Honestly. Oh, it really is. And like, we need that in our lives. You know, we need that without that. I mean, we're just going to like do our own thing. And I know that my, me doing my own thing isn't always the best thing. <laughs> you need those checks and balances. Yeah, no doubt. Damn. I'm like back in like, uh, thinking about some of those calls, man. Like, especially at the beginning, just kind of like where I was, I'm like feeling like, a, you know, just kind of those memories coming back. And those were probably some of the heaviest conversations I've ever had with a friend in my life. And it, you know, we're saying like, you know, I'm just trying to listen and you feel this like, uh, you feel like you want to give advice, but you haven't been there. And so you don't. You feel like you, I feel like, I don't know, you hear this a lot, like partners probably in their own, you know, sometimes your partner just wants you to listen to them, you know? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, man, I'm just really happy to hear that I was able to help because it was really heavy and I, uh, yeah, definitely did try not to shut down because that certainly is a tendency in such heavy topics to like, and then you don't know how much you want to keep, how much more do you keep asking about it and how much do they want to talk and do that? It's, uh, but I, uh, I, I learned a lot through that too. I'm, I appreciate that you trusted me with that and that, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing light and it's nothing that you wouldn't, you know, I, I feel like it brought us a lot closer together. And I, you know, I, I really appreciate that you said it's such a big help. I, I felt like I grew a lot through all that too. Yeah. Dude, you, I mean, you were a huge help, you know, there were, t- there were times. And again, you know, there were times where you were like, dude, call me every day, call me every day here. I'm going to, I'm going to clear my schedule from this time to this time. Give me a call. I forgot what, about that. You know, what time do you get off of work? 3.30. All right. I'm going to block out 
from 3.30 to 4 o'clock. Call me. And for a while there, we were talking every single day at that time. You know, you were my one phone call that I was talking and just letting go everything. I was like, dude, you got to start a podcast. I can't keep listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. You dude, you were a huge help to me, man. Like you were a huge help. Like, and at the time, so obviously you're in studio now and, you know, we're sharing this space, but you know, you were, you're out on the West coast. And at that point in time, I mean, that's all we had. And I mean, for a long time, you know, before recovery, cause you've been out on the West coast for 10 plus years, 10, right around there. And, you know, for a long time there, you weren't, I'd see you once a year. Once a year, you'd come back for the holidays and you'd be in town for a couple of weeks and, you know, we'd see each other. Um, but, you know, during that time, I mean, phone calls, we really didn't, you know, just like any friends, like there's sometimes there's space, there's distance and, you know, you don't really talk a whole lot. But then when we would talk, it was like we left off where, you know, we pick right back up. And so then when I got into recovery, I mean. For the so for the last three years, I mean, you know, when you're not in town, yeah, we don't we don't talk every day, but you know, there's been pretty constant communication between you and me over the last three years, and uh, for a good stretch of that, is we were talking every single day, no doubt. Now we're working together. Now we're working together, and you know, back to like, uh, not so much the advice part, but like the questions. You always ask me really good questions. And I think that that's a big part of listening is like asking me to expand on things. Why do you feel that way? Um, I can't remember anything specifically, but I do know because you're you're a scientist. You're very um, logically thinking. Um, you know, you you I feel like you definitely approach things from like a science standpoint and so a lot of your questions were based around like okay well why what like and and honestly like that's better than advice because then that gets me thinking in a different way absolutely i feel like i process the best in the same way when somebody asks me a good question and it makes me kind of go off and challenge the way i feel about something right so for me it's not so much and that's that's like how i process and try to change my way of thinking. It's more through questions than like straight on advice. Like, cause you're going to ask me questions that I can't add that I'm not thinking to ask myself in my head. So then those questions help break up that roller coaster, that roundabout that I'm on. I guess it's the Socratic method. Like the old, uh, I, th- I think Socrates came up with that. Really? Yeah. Like, I think they call it the Socratic method. It's like a teaching through, uh, well, it was like, I guess not just in like, you know, friendship or conversation or recovery, but just in like education. It was like a way of teaching was through uh, trying to uh, provoke the student to to ask themselves a deep question. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Age old. Age Age old. old. I mean, dude, this. Some of this stuff is like it's some of this stuff is like really simple. Like ask questions. Ask questions instead of like sitting there 
trying to preach or give advice, ask questions. That's ask. really, uh, that, that's, that's good advice, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> because then you don't come off as so threatening. If you're asking questions, that gives me a chance to reflect and change my way of thinking instead of, because I know that when people, if people try to preach at me, I'm not hearing that. 100%. It's more persuasive because you can ask, you can, you can, I think the way that I've come to uh, understand uh, new things is by asking myself those questions. And if I can find a way to help someone else ask themselves that same question that brought me to my conclusion, I can't just take the conclusion and give you the conclusion. You have to actually like give the person the process that you use to get yourself to the conclusion so that they can get themselves to that conclusion on their own, you know, on their own behalf. Right. Yeah. Well, it's almost like that whole idea of like, make the person think that they came up with it. Interesting. I mean, that's, yeah, probably a, a persuasion tactic too. Yeah. You know, I think more of like a, a teach a man to fish instead of give a man a fish. Mm, yeah. Like, you know, teach, like if somebody taught you to fish and now you're fishing and coming up with your own, you know, ideas of fish, then you, you, you should teach other people how to fish in the way that you fish yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, now what's the next topic? <laughs> we'll be right back. That's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Insert ad break here. Uh, hey, guys, I just want to take a minute to share something deeply personal and transformative in my journey of recovery. I've been where you might be right now, struggling with the weight of addiction and feeling lost. But there is a place that offered me a new beginning, a place I truly believe in. It's called Begin Again Institute. At Begin Again, they understand the deep-rooted trauma behind addiction. Their 14-day intensive program for men tackles the neurobiological aspects of addiction head-on. It's not just about breaking a habit. It's about understanding and healing the underlying trauma that formed it in the first place. And for those who have been impacted by betrayal, Begin Again extends care to partners of addicts too. Their partner support program is offered at no additional cost to the family and runs alongside the men's intensive. This program helps participants gain an understanding of the trauma they've experienced and sets them on their own path to healing. If you or someone you love are grappling with sexual addiction, pornography addiction, or intimacy issues, Begin Again Institute can be that pivotal step towards recovery and a new lease on life. Remember, you can't go back and change the past, but it's never too late to begin again. To learn more about their life-changing program, visit BeginAgainInstitute.com or call 720-776-9076 to reserve your spot in the next two-week intensive. I promise, it'll be the best call that you ever make for yourself. Stay strong, keep fighting, and keep tuning in to No Lions Here for more conversations about recovery, resilience, and hope. That just reminds me of the catfish conversation we're having this morning around Mante Teo. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful on the internet <laughs> this is that clip's gonna go viral um yeah man you yeah dude i just just go just going back i mean I'm, I'm really grateful for our friendship and you know i think it's great that i have so many good people in my life that i can lean on you're lucky i'm very i mean Me honestly very like 
very blessed, very lucky, like to have this. Cause not everybody has this. Not everybody has this. And sometimes I look at my life and I'm like, why me? Why, why, why did I get blessed? And I don't always view my life like that, right? Like sometimes I don't. Um, but when I do, there there are some times where I really question like why. Because like, I've done some bad things. I've hurt people in bad ways, deep ways. And I'm just like, well, I don't I don't understand this. And it's not really necessarily up for me to understand either. I don't and it's not meant to be fair, but it's to what is it? Who who much is given, much is expected. Mm. You know? Yeah. I think you you just gotta kind of treat it like that. There's no sense in toiling over why why you know why me? You just try to use it for good. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think sometimes I get too wrapped up in the whys. Why me? Why this? Like, why am I an addict? Why am I this? Where there's just a level of surrender that like you don't have to know it all. It's like, it's self-pity almost. It's just like a way to, I, it, when I get in those cycles for, you know, for myself, that's, that's what I'm doing to myself at least, you mm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And then that can lead me into like a real spiral, honestly. You don't deserve this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, why? Well, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And then it just, yeah, then it just spirals from there. Cause you know, I still have that. There still is that core belief inside of me that like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. You know, I'm never going to be good enough. For what? For the things that I want to achieve. What do you want to achieve? I want to be happy. I want to be happy. Are you happy? I feel more fulfilled now. You seem happy. I seem... I. I Overall, in the grand scheme of things, if I can really zoom out, because I have a hard time doing that. I'm, I have a hard time like zooming out and viewing my life and where I'm at in a very objective way, right? And I think that that's part of the human condition too, is like, it's so hard to look at our own lives in an zoomed out objective way, but like zoom out bigger picture. It's like, yeah, I got a lot of really good stuff going on. I'm doing a lot of really good work. And I've, I know I know myself more now than ever, and that's a gift. And so, yeah, I'm I'm definitely in a good place. You're the best version of yourself that I've known. Yeah, not to say I mean you've always been. Yeah, I've always loved you. You've always been, you know, my best friend and one of my best friends all like for twenty plus years. I, but uh, honest to God, you've. You, I mean, you seem way happier than, than you ever have. You seem like you've had more purpose now than you yeah. ever have. Mm. That's a really good point. And you've seen a lot of different versions of me. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of them. We've, Likewise. We've, yeah. got, we've got some war stories, you know, we won't share, but, you know, we've, we've got... <laughs> I can only imagine what you're thinking about. And I, I, I'm sure we're, we, I know we're not even thinking about the same things, you know, it's, it... <laughs> <laughs> we've got some war stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 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 at some point in time we pick out the lesser versions of them we'll get there because we definitely got into some shit growing up yeah we did we and again going back to like just being really lucky like we really lucked out 
because we got into some shit. Yeah, we had good, uh, good adults around us. Yeah, yeah. in large yeah. part, right? Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah, we really did. Yeah, yeah. So Kyle's house was the house that, like, that's where we went. We did a lot of our hanging out there, and your mom is like the second mom to me. Like, I just absolutely love your mom. Shout out, mom. Yeah, shout out, mom. mom. Hey, mom. Love you. Yeah, love you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, yeah, man, we got into some shit. I think it. I think it helped shape who we were too. You know, definitely that age old tale of like, oh, this stuff made me who I am. I wouldn't change any of it. Honestly, no, none of it. No, no. We had fun. We got in trouble. I mean, all kids get in trouble. Luckily, our trouble wasn't anything that really held us back in life. Yeah. None of our friends are serving hard time. That's right. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. I think the trouble made made us better. I really do. I was thinking about this a lot yesterday. Like, I don't know, maybe we'll get into this sometime, but I've been into a little bit of trouble. And I think that... uh Making mistakes and learning from those has helped me work harder than I would have if I didn't otherwise. Yeah. And so I, I was spending time thinking about, is that a good thing? Is it, is it good that I made the mistakes that I made to, to uh, help me be a better person and be able to be more motivated to do better? Or would it have just been better if I didn't make those mistakes? It's uh. I mean, it, it couldn't have been any other way, honestly. You know, couldn't have. So, what's the point? I think. I think the biggest thing out of all of that is that, like, you learn from your mistakes, because we always have that choice. We make mistakes. We're human beings. We're going to make mistakes, no matter what. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's ever going to be perfect. But when you make a mistake, are you going to look at that and learn from that, or are you just going to not look at it and not learn from it? We have that choice. You made a choice to look at your mistakes and learn from them and realize, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to go back to that place. So I'm not going to. Here's where I can make sure that that doesn't happen. And I think that's what makes you a good person and where you're at today. Sweet. Yeah. That's <laughs> sick, dude. You think I'm a good person? I do. Yeah, cool. I do. Yeah. I nice. do. I think yeah. you're a good person yeah. too. Thanks, man. Thanks. I think you're you're one of the smartest people that I know too. Honestly, I'd say the smartest. But I mean, you're you you jockey with another one of our friends. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's your own shortcoming. But <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people, I'm like, dude, this is, Kyle's one of the, one of the smartest people that I know. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's probably not true. I guess I. Guess I put off a pretty good image then, huh? Uh, you you work hard I do at work what hard. you do. And I think that makes you and, and in your work, you're constantly you're constantly looking for new ways of doing things and you're always exploring. Which to me is a characteristic of somebody that is smart. You're a seeker. You're a seeker. We I talk me and my sponsor talk a lot about seekers in the program. Like I want to surround myself with seekers. I want to surround myself with people that are always looking at things and wanting to gather new information, new perspectives so that maybe I can try to apply that to my life. And I think that that's what you do in your work. Definitely. Yeah. 
a seeker. It's you're interesting. A, you're a seeker. Yeah. You know, you're you're seeking for new ways to do things and you're coming up with new ways of doing things. You're coming up with new ways of helping people in what you're doing. Trying to. In your own way. Like you're a seeker. My grandma would just say, Why can't you sit still? <laughs> <laughs> Might just be that. Yeah, it could be it could be. It could be, but you're genuinely interested in the things that you're doing. You are gen you wouldn't work right like we, we don't work hard on things we're not interested in. I feel lucky to have found stuff to that I become obsessed with, <laughs> you know, just mm -hmm. really dive into. I do. Yeah. I think that's what we were talking about earlier is like, what's the goals and why? What's a happy life? Be able to wake up, be happy, work on something you're interested in, feel like you have a purpose. I feel I feel really lucky that I've kind of, you know, stumbled my way into to some of that. Yeah. I almost... I, I envy you a little bit in that aspect of like, I wish that I could find something that I was so into that I was able to just put all this effort into it. Whereas I feel like I'm very scattered with what I have. I have a hard time. Like, you know, I love doing the podcast, but I can't necessarily sit in here all day editing recording like i i have trouble with that as much as i love doing the podcast and as much as it, it helps me out a whole lot i have a really hard time with that like focus around it that's fine i don't see that i was gonna say i think the podcast is your version of that i have uh maybe it looks different to you because i'm in here working on stuff all the time you know and Maybe you feel like you're not spending as much time on the podcast. I'm spending on other things. Kind of making comparisons is what it is. It's come down to. But honestly, yeah. Honestly, I think that this is that thing for you. And I have ADD or, you know, what I, I, I like to jump around between different activities. And I found a bunch that I, that I have a lot of fun with. This being one of them, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Again, objective, zoomed out view of our lives. I can't. I have such a hard time doing that. Yeah, Such no, dude, time. I think you found it. You're being too hard on yourself, you know? Uh, dude, I mean, again, that's another pattern of mine. That's another that's another tape, like, just too hard on myself. But, I mean, I remember it was funny, like, when we were living together. So we lived together for two years. I think it was right around two years. At least, yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about crazy stories. Um, but there would be times where, like, I wouldn't see you for, like, two weeks. We lived together. But I wouldn't see you for like two weeks because you'd get involved in something at school because you were going to school at the time and you'd get so involved in something and I'd be like, oh, yep, Kyle's just Kyle got into something new or, you know, something's come up like, yep, yep, I haven't seen Kyle in a while. He's doing his thing. And then and then you'd reemerge and we'd go, you know, we'd play ping pong and a lot of ping pong, a lot of ping pong, man. We played a lot of ping pong. Is this the time to to uh, to announce our Twitch channel? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working on a Twitch channel. Uh, you want to you want to say the name? Mule Pounge. Mule Pounge. Where we've got a the. When did you get that table? Because it's not a table from our childhood. It is. It is high school. Yeah. High school. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize. I thought we had been through multiple. No, that's been, yeah, since high school. 
Okay, so we've got the ping pong table that we have here in the studio is our childhood ping pong, minus when Kyle and I lived together. So when Kyle and I lived together, exciting content, by the way. this is honestly like, I, I kind of like reliving this. I do. <laughs> no, I do too. I, I, I do too. Who, who, we, don't, we don't care if you're enjoying yourself right now. <laughs> That's on you. This is for us. This is for us. Uh, we're reminiscing. Uh, but when we lived together, we went out. We didn't have room in the basement for like a full size ping pong table. So we went out and we bought a piece of plywood. I don't even remember the dimensions. But it was way smaller. It was an eight by four. Okay, eight by four. What's a what's a normal ping pong table? Probably like nine by five, something like that. About a foot short on each. So side. we were about a foot short. We got two sawhorses, and we strung up the net. It was press board too, so it wasn't even like <laughs> nice wood. <laughs> you had to play the table because you didn't know what the table was going to give you. You would hit a divot or something like, and the ball would just go nuts. Honestly, I feel like that's when we really, that's when we were playing our best ping pong. We were. Because, and that translated into our games today because, I mean, we started from the bottom. It's like when you put like a weighted backpack on yourself and climb a mountain. It's like that small table, man. You gotta, you gotta try harder. We really slummed it there. We did. We did. Should have entered some tournaments, really saw where we were in the world, you know? Honestly, yeah, we should have. Probably not very good. Eh. We'll I, think, I think that we're... We'll let the Twitch viewers let we'll us let the, know. We'll let the Twitch viewers... Yeah, yeah. I I think that we're above average ping pong players. Yeah, we're probably above average. I know, I've just gotten beat. I, I always feel like I'm good, you know? And then I go and I just get beat by somebody who, like, really plays ping pong. <laughs> Like even Danielle's dad, my girlfriend's dad will beat me, you know. Really? Yeah, he's he's like really. He says he beat like some like the best person in Finland or some bullshit. <laughs> I can't. Uh, really? He's he's really good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now does he does he do the the toss up serve? Oh yeah. Okay, he's okay by so the he's book. okay. He's oh, by the book. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Because I, I, sometimes I see those you know the guys that just will hit it out of their hand, and I, I think part of it too because uh, so like in the treatment center. They've got a ping pong table, right? And I'm in there, and I'm playing guys, and, like, I'm beating them, but they're, like, also, like, they're beating me, too, you know? And I think that it's learning the new way of someone playing. Oh, yeah. Like, I struggle with that. If I've never played you before and I play you, I might not play as good because I'm still trying to figure out how you play. Totally. Whereas now, like, we both know how each other plays. So I feel like it's very even when you and I play because we know how each other plays. Oh, we've how many, I mean, we've played thousands of games thousands. against each other. Probably, like probably, I mean, that sounds like a big number, but I mean, considering how long, how long have we known each other and how long we've been playing. I mean, what's, what's two years is like what? 700 days about. And then say we played five games a day. Yeah, man. Thousands, thousands. Yeah. Cause there'd be times where we'd be in that basement for like two hours, just running it back, running it back. A lot of ping pong. A lot of ping pong. A lot of ping pong, a lot of Trailer Park Boys. Should we, and, uh, you know, flip in a video? Flip in a video. Oh, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. And Tiger Woods Golf. A lot of Tiger Woods Golf. A lot of Tiger Woods Golf. I'm not a gamer, but I can play Tiger Woods Golf. Shout out to Tom and Tom's friend, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sex addicts, Tiger Woods is a sex addict. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched that documentary. Yeah, it was a good documentary. Yeah, I'd love to get him on the podcast someday. 
You listening, Tiger? Tiger. Hey, Tiger, Tiger we'll, we'll record an episode on a golf course. We'll go play around at his course, and we'll record an episode. I think you're speaking. Now I think you're talking his language. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta do, I'll, dude, I'll go to you. I'll go play golf with you. Go to me. What do you mean? Uh, to Tiger. Like, I'm going to oh. go to Tiger. You hear that, Tiger? We won't make you come out to, no. come, to you know, undisclosed location in the Midwest. No, no, we won't. You, we'll, we'll come to you. We'll come to you. We're, I guess. Yeah. I guess. We, if, if I, Tiger, we'll come to you. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I mean, or he can come to us. I don't but yeah, he's that'd be that'd be fun. White whale. On the next episode. On the next episode. Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows Tiger Woods, send this to him. Thank oh, you. Oh man. I hope in like ten years or something we like, you know, is one can only dream, right? That, yeah. That you keep you keep doing this and and uh and who knows? Maybe, maybe Tiger Woods, maybe Tiger Woods does come out here. Maybe he does. One can dream. I mean, you never know. Honestly, like, and that's in all seriousness. Like, when we started the podcast, like, I would have never have thought that it was where it's at today. And it's you know, it's still not even necessarily like selfishly where I would like it to be. You know. Um. And it's only been, you know, two and a half years. Like, it's it's exciting to see where things go because, you know, in in part of all of this and like a goal that I had last year on the podcast was like to get a sponsorship. And now, like, I can, you know, officially say that we are a sponsored podcast. Breaking news. Not so breaking. But yeah, we it, first paid sponsor. It's huge. 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 And to think again where I started two and a half years ago to now 60 plus episodes in, you know, doing this all self funded to moving it, you know, to YouTube. Now to a to a paid sponsorship, man. You would have never believed what two years ago or whatever when you're starting, somebody told you that you would have this sponsorship that you have now. You would have never believed it, right? I don't think you would have. I don't. I don't think I would have. I would have said, yeah, that that would be nice, yeah. but you know, I'm probably going to have to do this for five plus years because that's that's kind of the name of the game when it comes to podcasts and. Even if you do have a podcast, I mean, there's no guarantee that you're ever going to get sponsored. Yeah, I mean, you're lucky if you can, you know, find find someone out there that that resonates with your message, and to even have any listeners is a is a, is a it's not a given. No, no, it's not at all. And you know, I've always said like, and I don't need to get like too too nitpicky, but like I. You know, it was almost like, do I really want to, you know, do I want to get to a point where I want to be on hello sponsor or something along those lines? What's hello? Beyond hello, like, you know, hello, oh, hello fresh. Oh, okay. like, okay. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the generic. Sure. Like, yeah, I'm not going to better help. Better help. Well, that, that actually wouldn't be a bad one. 
Oh, that uh, would be yeah. better help would actually be one that kind of fits in. But you know, I'm not going to get a blue chew. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get a blue chew sponsor. You know, that's yeah. They're not going to do that. This you know? episode's brought to you by cocaine. <laughs> in a weird way, it was though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I'm not going to make money off of that, and that's okay. It's not all about money. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of it is brought to you by cocaine. Because if I wasn't a cocaine addict, I wouldn't be here. So, so yeah, so sponsorship, like, you know, so like that's exciting. Um, huge, man. That's a huge milestone. Huge milestone, man. Huge milestone. And, you know, you know what? I, I haven't shared this with you yet, but like, man, I, I'm, I can feel myself putting pressure on myself because I want to perform for them. I, I see them, I see them, you know, okay, hey, we believe in what you're doing. And, and it's begin again, you know, the, the treatment center that I went to, they're coming in, they're going to be, you know, a, a sponsor of the show. And it's, I'm, I'm really excited for the relationship. I think that we've got a really good relationship. Obviously, I've had a bunch of their therapists on, their president on. Um, Wonderful people. Gr- great people, man. I'm just, I'm so, I remember too, like, I remember, I so I started the podcast in 2021, right? And I emailed Nate Geyer. I've had him on the show twice now. I emailed him that December because I started the podcast in like September, but I didn't put it on Spotify or out in public until like November. And then I sent it to him in December. And I didn't hear anything back from them until like August of the next year. Yikes. And, and it, it, it it didn't really bother me at all. Sure. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like, you know, they're they're professionals. Like, maybe you know, maybe they're just maybe they have a, a boundary around like dealing with clients. You know, I I, I didn't know. Yeah, it's sensitive, right? Very sensitive. So then, you know, almost a year later, you know, Matt Wanger reaches out, and at this point in time. I had no idea that they were even listening. Turns out they were listening the whole time. And, you know, in talking to Ed, the president, you know, he was like, hey, man, we we wanted you to find your voice. We, we, we knew that we wanted to do something with you. And there had been like been some talks, but like it never really went anywhere. Uh, but then he was like, you know, we wanted you to find your voice. We didn't want to step in and like have too much influence on you and what you were doing. Cause this is your thing. And, and that made, that makes sense. Um, where's it going with this? Oh, now that they've come on, cause you know, and I even said this in our meeting with them against probably what Kyle would have liked me to say, but I did, I said to him, I was like, you guys are helping me more than I'm helping you. At this point, it's not that I don't want you. To, they they kind of asked you like, well, what are you what are you guys doing for us? And then Kaiser's big pandas like, uh, well, you guys are helping up me way more than you. And it went over so well, like, because it's the truth, honestly. I mean, they saved you, man. Like that's how I look at them. Is like this this recovery group saved my friend. Mm. So the sponsorship, whatever, you know what I mean, like. And then uh, 
yeah sorry to interrupt you but no for you to yeah <laughs> it was pretty funny when it came up <laughs> uh and which you know you know but but you know looking at it now like you know ed said to me on the phone one day when we talked he was like you know podcasts are a lot like boats there you got to put a lot into it there's a lot to maintain there's a lot of work so like a boat if you don't have one it's best to know somebody with one and well alex you have one (laughs) and so okay great we believe in what you're doing you've got the message that we're trying to spread you know so you can definitely help us out so and i do this a lot i i do this a lot i look at it on paper and i go well you you guys are an established organization I'm just a sex addict with a podcast. Um, Again, going back to that, like, I'm not good enough. Totally. That totally funnels down. That that, The core of my issues funnel down into I'm not good enough. You started with, uh, sorry, keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you? You started with uh, that you're feeling pressure. Yes. Yeah. And uh, do you think that's a bad thing? No. I don't necessarily think that that, that's a bad thing. I think I turn it into a bad thing internally. How? It causes, causes a lot of anxiety for me in a way that like, what's the worst that could happen? Good, good question. Um, yeah, really good question. This is what I have to like think about is, okay, so I want to perform in the way of like, I want people to, I want people to hear this podcast and I want them to be like, oh, wow, I want to go check out what they're doing. I I'm, I want to go to begin again, you know, and then you are if you are struggling like it's it's totally up to you what you do with that like not everybody's going to go to treatment of course but you're offering your perspective as somebody who's been through that program and yeah and so you know i'm afraid that you know i'm not going to be able to produce for them and then you know six what does months, that mean what does produce for them mean you know send send people their way and then what happens? They just they say, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man, we're not we're not getting out what we what we paid. So well, it's definitely a possibility. It is. It is, and it, so it is right. It to- it totally is, and I'm I'm totally aware of that. However, what I think that my brain turns that into well, that's a t- that's a total failure. That is, and that's that's mm. how I look at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Is I totally catastrophize, because dude, yeah, you, yeah, like they could absolutely be like, that's so interesting, because that's still a win in my mind. Is like you got a sponsorship, you got a po- you got a you set up a podcast from scratch, got a sponsorship in about two years, and then if that falls through, then you know, as long as it's in good faith, 
if you really into this, then the next one you get, you're going to have so much more information about how to deliver successfully for them. They say in starting businesses that I think it's the, the second time someone tries to start a business, they're, you know, 60% more successful. So you learn from the mistake and the, but it's interesting to hear you say that that's a failure. It's really like to, I think it's like needs a reframe that that's just like what you have to do to get to the next step, you know? That's yeah. Like it's, totally. It would still be, even if it, yeah, if, uh, who knows if you'll be able to, it's not up to you to, all you can do is tell your story and let people know how it was for you and the ways that it helped you. And if they, you know, if, if they decide to look into, to BAI, then, then it's on themselves. I, I feel you though. It's like, it's easy for me to say like, dude, what are you worried about? Like <laughs> a, a bad objective view again, like going back to that, like, cause that's, yeah, because I'm me again, for this funnels down into me, myself, who I am is not good enough. So therefore I have to produce at a very high level in order for me to be accepted. When they're coming on saying, dude, we love what you're doing. You're spreading a message. You're real with your message. You're raw with your message. You know, you're not perfect. And that's nobody's perfect. And you're sharing it. And we love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. You know? It makes a lot of sense to me. And I think that, I mean, deep down, what it seems that a lot of this recovery accomplishes is helping people open up and break the silence about, you know, their own like inner tapes and these like recurring thoughts and things that they feel like they can't share. Not even they, but we. And uh, the idea of being so open to acknowledging and learning from the past that you're willing to unabashedly talk about your mistakes and your problems into a microphone on the internet. I, I do like, you know, I've spent a lot of time thinking about like, is it responsible for me to encourage this in that kind of way, you know, cause it's, could that be used against you in some way that might hurt you? And a lot of time thinking about that. And I don't, I think that there's really something deep about being comfortable with just saying the things that happened and being able to learn and grow from those and being transparent. And the fact that Begin Again is now supporting that is such a huge validation, I think, for what you're doing and that I can see it as one of your best friends that this is helping you tremendously. Mm -hmm. And I love the boat analogy that, I mean, BAI probably doesn't, like a, a recovery center maybe shouldn't be in the business of podcasting. I don't know. Who am I to say? But the idea of, well, 
why wouldn't we just work with somebody who we've been able to help who can now share their success story and hopefully inspire others to take that same journey makes perfect sense. And, uh, just the idea that, I mean, they've been just so supportive. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the fact that they, that this, that they support this, I, I think, uh, I, I, it just says so much. It's not about the money, you know? Mm -mm. And so for you to get to this point, I mean, I'm really proud of you, man. Like I'm learning a lot just watching you do this and for you to think that if you aren't able to like get BAI more customers that you're, that, that you failed is, uh, I totally see where you're coming from, but, uh, to me, it's just like, man, that's just such a huge accomplishment that for you to frame it like that to yourself just even shows me more about what you're going through and how deep that, you know, that kind of, that cyclist, sorry to blather on, but no, no, I think that was great. Like, yeah, like that is like this, this cycle is the dude, it runs so deep in me. It runs so deep in me and I have a hard time. You know, you, you, I, I, I believe you when you're like, yeah, I, I get that way of thinking. And it's so hard to, I don't know, get other people to understand that. What do you mean? The way my brain operates, the way I view myself, like, it's hard to explain that to somebody that doesn't necessarily deal with the things that I deal with. Like in recovery, dude, I can go call my sponsor and I'll tell him this and he'd be like, yeah, dude, you're me. I get it. Absolutely. But you know, there's some of our other friends that don't understand. And again, no fault to their own. No, it's no fault of theirs. Um, I just, and sometimes, and, and then I think that, oh, I'm not doing a good enough job of explaining it. When like, that doesn't fall onto me. It's not my job to teach somebody that doesn't necessarily understand the way that my brain works. Cause then I'll just spin myself in circles trying to explain. It's not their responsibility to care at all. That's, that's a good point too. Like that's a good point too. So yeah, I just, I, sometimes I, I struggle with that. I see it. I see it, but you've gotten, you've come so far in like, uh, I mean, just in, just in two years that like I'm getting closer to the point that when you say something like that, I'm like, nah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these things are still like alive in, and I don't want to say well, cause you know, I'm really trying to push back on them, but they're still alive in me. I mean, you know, it took me a long time to get into the woods. It's going to take me a long time to get out of the woods, but you know, overall, you know, at least there's an awareness there that I have. Like I see it. I see it every single time. I know exactly where it's coming from. I know why I think like that. It's just like trying to rewire so that I don't always think like that. Cause it's always going to be there to some extent, you know, like, and that's, you know, you, you rarely ever hear somebody say I'm a recovered addict because there is no final destination 
in recovery to where like, all right, I'm good. I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm cured. I don't have to do this routine, this program anymore because I'm cured, right? Like there's always maintenance that's going to need to be done. There's always going to be seeking that needs to be done. Um, and, and I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm all right saying, yeah, I'm going to have to go to meetings for the rest of my life. I'm okay with that. Like the destination, I think in all of us, for everybody in life is the destination is the grave. That's when things are truly done is when, as a guy used to say, when they're patting me in the shovel in the face with a shovel, (laughs) that's when we're like done. I don't know how I got to where I got to right now. No, I'm with you. It's just you, in the conversation. Yeah. I don't know. How, how no, I got I'm with here, you. But... Yeah, yeah. The uh, well, the idea of never uh, of always having problems, always acknowledging that you'll have problems, always trying to learn from your problems, and yeah, never nobody ever. I mean, you know, uh, people don't recover. You're in recovery, right? And uh, I think it's actually a helpful mindset for everybody, even beyond so-called addicts, where I think we're all in the same boat, honestly. And some people, you know, are uh, it's all a matter of degree. Mm-hmm. And some people go so far that, that we have this word addicts to describe what they're doing. And But everybody's feeling those same kind of I don't know. I feel like we're all kind of moving towards impulses and towards like the things that give us pleasure and make us feel comfortable. And sometimes that gets overstimulated and then you get attracted to the wrong thing for too much. And, but it's the same thing that we're all doing. And for you to say that you're free of this, like I've recovered from this, this impulse, (laughs) this, this you know like i've got full control over my (laughs) (laughs) complete free will i may i make free will that i anyway as somebody like i feel like i learn a lot just from the addict's perspective and i think we can all apply that and and now i don't know how i got here either (laughs) (laughs) is this thing about over with dude how long i feel like we're playing a game of chicken who can go longer we actually are and a, I mean, a pretty decent stopping point. Oh, nice. About we, an hour? We're further. We're this. That did not feel like an hour. No. Like. Felt like three. It, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it didn't. Honestly, it was like the time flew. It, the time like flew by. Yeah. So I think uh, I think this is a probably pretty good stopping point. And uh, yeah. And so 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 moving forward going on, you know, definitely we're going to be doing some some journal club stuff. Just. Again, around the science, you know, we'll, we're going to we're going to tap into Kyle's background as a scientist and get into the weeds on some of this uh, boring, some of this stuff and try to we'll not make fun. it boring. We'll yeah, exactly. You know, we're try to mix it up, try to make it make it fun and, and enjoyable and also, you know, educational. We're going to be sharing some good information on this, these topics. And so I'm excited. I'm excited moving forward. You know, good ideas, you know, just. You know, because again, I'm I'm so afraid that like I'm gonna run out of things to talk about. Oh man, come on! Like I'm afraid that I'm gonna run out of things to talk about, and which you know is, is not the case at all. You know, anytime I have a guest on, I'm like, oh dude, we're gonna 
it's going to be, we're going to talk for 10 minutes and then we're both going to sit there and look at each other. <laughs> and that has not once ever happened. So I need to give myself more credit for what I'm doing here. You're really good at it. I I mean, we just, what, been going for an hour. I'm kind of thinking before we start, like, I, you know, I've seen a lot of the episodes have been, you know, helping out a little bit and like, I wonder how he's going to, does he have any questions for me? Like, are we going to get, what are we going to talk about? I, you did a great job. Yeah. I felt really comfortable. I was really, uh, it's interesting to sit at this, the seat's a little warmer than you'd expect, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, you really kept it moving, man. I'm impressed. I think you, I think you're really good at this and you do a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I need to give myself more credit. Not too much, but yeah. <laughs> I need to stay humble. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need, I need to stay humble. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not bad at this. That's true. And I need to give myself more credit. Again, back to that, like I'm not good enough. I think anybody can sit in this chair and do what I do. But in reality, you know, I don't think it's necessarily like that. Nobody's you. Nobody's you. You are you. Um, but man, thanks so much, dude. Kyle, thanks so much for coming on. I know we've been talking about this for a while, you coming on, and I'm excited to get you more incorporated in some episodes. I mean, you do you you do a hell of a job on the back end. I'm really grateful for everything that you bring to the table for me. You have made things so much easier on me. And, you know, it's nice to know that I'm not doing this alone. Because if I was doing this alone, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So thank you so much for all that you do for me, man. I, I it, it means a lot to me. Words can't describe the gratitude that I feel around you being a part of this and what you've done for me. So thanks so much for now coming on and, and talking. And, dude, I'm looking forward to doing some more episodes with you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. More to come. Absolutely. Love you, dude. Love you too, man. All right. All right. What do you think? Oh, yeah, my bad.